Hi everyone, uh, welcome to our ninth episode of the HCAN Connection. Um, my name is Sandro Sartoni and I'm one of the two student governors to the HCAN Board of Governors and current social media master, PhD student in computer engineering at Politecnico di Torino and your host for today. Today our topic is starting a new chapter and our guests are Jamie Davis, Alejandro Roca, and Alejandro Quadron. Um, Jamie Davis is graduating from Florida Polytechnic University with his bachelor's degree in electrical engineering and concentration in advanced topics. He chose electrical engineering after coming to the realization that electricity is everywhere and he knew that no matter the problem, he could have a key part in solving it. During his time at Florida Poly, he embraced every opportunity that came his way. He conducted research with professors on deregulated power grid security sensor fusion utilizing Kalman filter variants, and controlled system design using microcontrollers. He is the founding president of both the first Honor Society on Campus, IEEE Eta Kappa Nus Mu Omega chapter, and the chapter of the Society of Photo-Optical Instrumentation Engineers. In addition to his exemplary performance within the classroom and as a leader on campus, Davis has pursued uh, meaningful opportunities within Lakeland's community. He regularly commits his time to local cleanups, uh, helping families care for their children and giving away food to those who have been most impacted by the pandemic. Since 2019, he has designed wearable biotechnology for professional dancers in Lakeland to better integrate STEM and the arts. Davis plans to work in power systems and control design after graduation and he eventually uh, wants to become a professor of engineering in hopes that he can uh, one day give back to Florida Polytechnic University by teaching the next generation of engineers. Moving to Alejandro Macho, Alejandro Macho is the president and founder of the Nualfa chapter at IEEE Capano, and he's a PhD candidate Master of Science degree in Electrical, Electronics and Control Engineering from the Spanish University for Distance Education, UNED, at Madrid, Spain, 2016, and Bachelor in Industrial Electronics and Control Engineering from the University of Castilla-La Mancha, uh, Albacete, Spain, 2014. He worked in Deloitte from 2014 to 2018 as an experienced senior technology consultant, and then he moved to Fever Labs as head of operations during a year. Since then, he works at Iberdrola at Governance and IT Architecture. He studied the dynamic reconfiguration electronic devices, especially FPAA, and its use in education. Alejandro is a member of Mensa and is the president of the National Association Cubic, an association for students, professors, and educational institutions who pursue it a great impact and in, uh, innovation in education. He has been Vice President of the United States Spain from 2011 to 2016, working closely, among others, with the US Embassy in Madrid. He has collaborated with companies like Microsoft, and Alejandro is a PhD candidate in Advanced Electronics and collaborator at the IEEC department at UNED, and is enrolled in the investigation group GELIOS and innovation group GTAEI. And then, moving to Alejandro Quadron, Alejandro, has always uh, been passionate about technology. He started tinkering with Android gadgets when he was 13, and by 15 he was already writing Java programs. Thus, it was no surprise that Alejandro chose to enroll at UPM, Universidad Politecnica de Madrid, and he began developing an Android game called Democracy, which was published in just six months, currently with over 15,000 downloads. 
He also developed another Android app called Air Agenda with a highly improved interface. He is the founder of, along with 19 more members, the New Beta chapter, uh, the first IEEE Tecapano chapter at his university and in Spain in companion with the New Alpha chapter, becoming the founding president of its chapter. He led the way through the uncertainty caused by the COVID-19 pandemic and attracted 49 new members for this year's induction. Nowadays, Alejandro works at High Vision, a Canadian software company, while developing more apps in his free time and maintaining the old ones. He has a pretty simple goal, keep learning and improving while giving back to society through the Android apps or throughout the chapter. With this, I would like to thank Jamie, Alex and Alejandro and I would like to thank you so much for, for being here. Um, so, let's start with the, with the actual conversation. Um, uh, Jamie, uh, to start off, how uh, did you get to know about HKN? And if you already knew about us, uh, were you already considering starting a new chapter or was it suggested by um, someone else? Yeah, so I was actually on the board for IEEE. We had an IEEE chapter at our university prior to another chapter new uh, on our society. So I was a chapter uh, board member for about two years. And then our chair actually met up with Nancy Austin, who is the director of IEEE right now. And they had a little conversation, and he ended up coming back to me and saying, hey, have you ever heard of this? And uh, I had not at the time. But when it came time, and I looked through the website, which has so many great resources, um, I just felt that this is something that Florida Polytechnic University needed, as we didn't have it on our society at the time especially one for electrical and computer engineers and our computer science students. Thank you. Um, and Alex, what about you? Well, in my case, uh, I really knew the Capanu, but uh, since I was a member since my first uh, year at the university, uh, I thought it was just for the U.S., but, well, surprise, it wasn't. Uh, so I, I, I knew about it. Uh, when I was pursuing my master's degree, and my director uh, told me about it, about to create the chapter and so on. Uh, of course, I was 100% in, uh, I wanted to do so, but I was working at the law, as you just mentioned before, uh, pursuing the master's degree. It was not easy to create something as big as early thesis, uh, so we wanted to do so. We were working for several uh, months, and even years, just to think about the idea, just about the different people, uh, and then when the pandemic came, it was like the perfect time to do so, because well, we were home, we had plenty of time, and we wanted to do so, so that was it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you very much. And Alejandro, what about you? Uh, I've always struggled to find the people that like to create things and improve and constantly learn about new technologies while giving back to the university or like the roots of each one. And the problem I had uh, with that was pretty much solved instantly when I discovered about the HKN Atropoli Foundation because I didn't know about it. And I received a mail because I met the different criteria the organization establishes. And instantly, when I saw it, it was like, this 
has to be known. This has to be in our university because it will empower not only the university but all the different students uh, enrolled and, and the ones from the different universities among the world, which felt like amazing. So that's why I jumped in. Um, I, I can see myself in the words of, of Alejandro in the sense that uh, true uh, IEEHKN might not yet still be known uh, outside of the US so you have that additional you know challenge of bringing something that is not yet known but at the same time I can see how um, starting a chapter in your in your uh, experience comes from a need like I, I would like to do something for my for my college I would like to do something for my community and I really do strongly believe in the importance of the um, activities we do to empower not only not only the community but also the um, those who are actively working on the chapter so I, I, I really resonate with those words um, so uh, starting now with Alex uh, tell us more about the, the process of, of starting a chapter uh, I mean where do you even start when you are entrusted yeah. with, with this task <laughs> Yeah, well, something that I think is difficult when creating something like this is like maybe it is a bit additional Spain. I don't know if in Italy, I think in the US, uh, you don't have a problem. But here could sound like a bit uh, pretentious. Like, okay, you're creating something for excellent people and you are the founder. So you say you are uh, to solve your excellence, uh, but you don't need to, uh, I know, I know, you're creating So you're saying that about yourself. So it's not easy. And when doing that, it is more difficult because you're alone and you're saying you need to convince other people to join you. Say, okay, we're going to create something that is this, this, and this, and it will represent those things. Uh, and I think the first step is to find the right people because if you have the nice, a nice team, you can accomplish for everyone. So in my case, I, I was very, very lucky because we were like excellent people, and as you can see here today, uh, Alejandro and Jamie are, uh, of course, Lisandro are like great examples of people with great uh, stories and so on, experiences. So you can face uh, any challenge. Uh, and that was my, my case. I, I was lucky enough to, fi uh, to find the right people. And then we, with Nancy, uh, with different officers from HKN, uh, we just followed the steps. It was very, very easy. I mean, the other thing you need to create an HPN chapter is that uh, you, you have to be willing to do so. Uh, you have to have like a really good team, and then everything will be so easy. So if someone is watching us now, uh, he or she wants to do so, go ahead because it's so easy. There's a few steps. Um, just be sure to find the, the right people. And uh, in, in that sense, uh, was it hard for you to find people who will actually uh, join you in this adventure? Not only uh, students, but also professionals. Well, in my case, since I was already involved with IEEE and different actions with uh, universities and innovation and so on, it was not that hard. But from past experiences, it is very hard to find people who are willing to do things or who are willing to work hard to build something. 
So, yeah, uh, if I had to give advice to someone who is starting right now and he or she has in this space, I would say just try to attend to different uh, events or whatever because people like you are going to be there. So try to speak and to know uh, different people and different persons and that would be so easy. Um, thank you. And Alejandro, I guess the same question goes to you as well. Um, would you like to elaborate a little bit on the process of actually starting the new chapter? Yeah. Mm, in my case, the university also found um, a couple more students that were interested. Mm, I think there are 18 and brought the students in the UPM and one alumni. But he ended up not really wanting to be there. So it's like it's like Alejandro said, we've had a lot of problems. Because the people think, at least here in Spain, it's just like Alejandro said, that um, here in Spain people is uh, like envious of excellence. Doesn't strive to be there. Don't want to be that person. They just abuse the one those ones and want them to be down. I've had a lot of problems with other other people don't supporting us and not even allowing us to be there. So we had to fight back uh, and kind of like defend a lot ourselves because we are really small. We are just now starting, and that has been the greatest challenge we have to face. Uh, um, also with the COVID-19 pandemic, it was a lot harder to really, really like establish a strong bond between ourselves because we've never met in, in real life and we, we still haven't. Yeah. It's all the videos have been online due to the restrictions and also it's like it's security for us because it's not fine for a lot of people to meet in the same room, not, not at all. And that has been the greatest challenge we have to pass, and it's still now going on. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I have another question for you. Um, how, uh, I mean, do you even look for board members of something that is yet not started? I mean, one challenge is to find people who are yeah. willing enough to be part of the chapter, and that's obviously a challenge, but on top of that, you also have to find someone who's, you know, that much invested in the idea who's willingly going to be an officer of something they might not yet know what's yeah. about. Did you find it particularly yeah, it's hard? Yeah, it was or? like a hit or miss in my yeah. office. Yeah, it's quite, quite hard because most people like say, yeah, I mean, I mean, but in reality they aren't. Mm. They are like, yes, mm, let me be there. I don't want to do nothing, just go and it's quite difficult to really start a chapter with those like leeches I would say <laughs> a bit hard maybe for but <laughs> I'm sorry for the term but I, I really hate those people um, but there are some people that really wanted to be there and that's what I love that the people mm -hmm. that the chapter presented me that I meet as wow it's these people are incredible incredible they really want to succeed they really want to meet other other people like them uh, that's incredible yeah absolutely I don't know if mm -hmm. maybe Alejandro had that problem um, 
it's just for asking a question. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you had the problem that you maybe thought this person was really great for the officer, for this officer position, mm -hmm. and it was totally a failure. I don't know if you have that problem or not. Uh, not really. I think I'm the worst member of my chapter, so uh, I'm very, very like little great. So I just can say thank you to every one of them. Uh, but no, I think that is because maybe all university models are kind of different. So our age is maybe a little bit higher. Uh, people still second degrees or whatever because just because they just want uh, to so. Um, so it's, it's different, and no, unfortunately, uh, I haven't, haven't had those. Yeah, amazing. Uh -huh. I, I hope in the future we don't have those. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can see, I can see your point, Alejandro, in the sense that. Obviously, it's going to be a challenge, and uh, being an officer is not something you do in your free time or you know thirty minutes every two days. So I and also in the sense of uh, the the three core values of HKM, right? So scholarship, which is obviously important, but also character and attitude, the willingness to step up and to take the responsibility is not something that can be improvised. So I can see how it's important for every team to have people who are willing to put the extra effort in that. Um, but Jamie, what about you? Yeah, for sure. I, I was really uh, afraid that, you know, this would be something that I put, you know, a year's worth of work into because it was almost a year from knowing about this society to actually having our installation. Um, but this was a huge undertaking and a lot of uh, my personal time went towards it. So, when I actually went from classroom to classroom, I think a huge part of all this was thanks to uh, just our university being very new. I mean, we had our first class come in not even a decade ago uh, to this university. So it, we're in a very unique situation where everybody is not set in tradition, um, as it seems in, this, in Spain. Uh, so we have this uh, idea that, hey, if you have something new, we're open to hear about it. We want to support that because uh, we don't have a lot here at Florida Poly. So when I was able to go from classroom to classroom, uh, maybe a general meeting from IEEE standpoint, um, I would just pitch. I would do little pitches. Uh, Nancy had actually had a presentation. Nancy Austin had a presentation put together. So I kind of took that and uh, made it more into a, a Florida Poly version of it because I'm not about to talk for 30 minutes about in an honor society, people are going to start sleeping. Um, me personally, I'd love it. Not everyone, though. Uh, so, you know, being able to pitch this, and soon enough, I would have, after my little pitch and after the meetings were done or the class was done, I'd have people start coming to me, which was very new. That's how you know you have a great idea, in my opinion, is when people start taking interest in that idea, you don't have to force them onto it. And that's really how I was able to get an amazing team uh, put together. I really, I, I think um, that if you want to go alone, you can go very, very fast, very quickly. But if you want to go far, you really have to have a great team. And that's what we're looking to do is we're looking to be a part of uh, Florida Poly and IEEE, really um, one of the same for as long as Florida Poly stands. Um, and so it, it was really good happening that initial team, um, thanks to all the presenting that I like and kind of marketing in a way. 
Absolutely, and I also think that the fact that your university is quite new, as you were saying, I think it will also help your chapter in building your niche. I mean, you are uh, by any means uh, one of the few maybe organizations in your in your um, college in your campus, so you have the space and you have the time to build a um, a, a a really nice group with lots of tradition and things that will uh, go on every every year. So I'm really looking forward to how it will evolve from, from here. Uh, so uh, was it easy for you to find uh, professional members, not only students, but also professionals? Yeah, they're a great question because uh, Florida Poly actually has two uh, alumni that are actually professors. Mm. Um, so two at a Cabinou alumni, one of which is uh, Dr. Sakib, he's actually our advisor, and so he came from his chapter um, as a doctoral student. He was uh, part of their executive board, so got really lucky, honestly, because he was able to bring some of his resources and his knowledge uh, to the table when it came to that. Our department head, Dr. Mohammed Rashid, um, who I had known for a while, he actually was a um, big advocate for us as well. And he continues to be, he actually, um, I think, really good to have a department head on your side. Because in the end, he's able to spread the word about the Honor Society, not only to the students, but to everyone underneath them, all of the professors of the Electrical and Computer Engineering Department. So we're looking forward to actually taking his knowledge and our connection to him um, and taking, hopefully, some of these uh, faculty and making them uh, professional members. But, and that's something that's so great about uh, Eda Capenew and something I haven't seen in other honor societies is that we are able to take people from you know the faculty as well as outside from maybe uh, local businesses uh, that are making a difference in the community and we can invite them to be a part of this. It's a really great thing. Absolutely, and in my experience, it's exactly the same. Uh, if I think of other associations in my campus, I can see how not many of them have that really strong connection with professors, or even professionals, or even people from local startups who are willing to expand and are looking for new people. Uh, uh, this is a really believe strong point, um, because it's useful for both of you. Uh, it's useful for your chapter because you have lots of you know people who might help in developing new content, new activities, eh? and it's also useful for them because most times than not they're looking for people who are quite good. <laughs> I mean, not only from a scholastic standpoint, but also um, people who you, you know you can rely on, people who you know can perform under stress or um, uh, under deadlines or anything that comes to mind. And I believe that HKN provides that. So I, I can really see how that is a really beneficial um, uh, collaboration. Uh, now, that being said... If I might add, yeah, sure. If I might add, I believe that one of the things that drew me into at Capitanu was that I felt that this society wasn't a very school, it was very scholastic, but it was more than just that. It was more of having a, a well-rounded student. And 
you know, being able to say like, hey, like we we see you, and this is this is a place for you. It's not just for someone who is book smart, but they also have that communication, that character, that attitude, those three pillars. And that was something that was so important because uh, for our nerdy society, I would say, you know, probably about seventy-five percent of them just go home and play video games. But if you're able to kind of get into the, the, these little this little group of people who try to be more well-rounded, try to do stuff, I think it's super important, and uh, it's something that I really have come to uh, appreciate about this honor society. Absolutely, Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, I, I would really like to thank you for the hard work you've put into creating a. Um, a new chapter. Uh, a big thank you, not only from me, but on behalf of IEEE at uh, Um Now, how was your uh, the first induction? Uh, were you nervous or were you excited about it? Uh, starting with Alejandro. Yeah, mm, I don't know if you refer to the first induction to the one we had, like the previous year. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, um, I I was really nervous, I must say. I was also on a trip like <laughs> Alex here. But I managed to get into a place and be there because in the induction we, it had to be more formal. But yes, I was really, really nervous. And, and I was the president back then, and I still am. And I had to give a speech in front of a hundred people. And wait, that, wait that's, that's another level, yeah. Because I never before experienced that of speaking to a mass audience, no? And now I give speeches in my local university to students who are not enrolled, and trying to maybe capture them into the into the association because I think their people, their skills are really valuable. And that's one thing that I really, really, really love about the induction. It put my fear of talking to a broad audience out of me and I learned to speak without being nervous and it, it was really amazing. It, I, I really, just to finish it, I really like to be, um, to not be online because Online, I think a lot of the details, they're simply not there. And seeing the people there looking at you, well, that must be a lot of experience. And I'd really like to have an induction in physical, not in remote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, let me tell you, it's a, it's a really good feeling uh, being there, uh, you know, um, delivering the induction ceremony. Um, Jamie? Yeah, so uh, it, it was this culmination of so much work and, you know, we had our executive board and we had our first 10, um, 10 members, including ourselves. And, you know, we invited everyone. We wanted to invite everyone. And we had the president of our, we had department head of the university, we had uh, Nancy, we had Michael, we had the editor of news there for the installation, the first induction. And so when I 
I mean, I, I say we were all there, but it was virtual. It wasn't quite the same, but everyone was dressed up, and it was so so much fun. Um, but I mean, I gave my speech, um, and it it was something that just made like reflecting just in retrospect. It was such a great to bring me so many great people and been using the other society to do that. But my gosh, my my heart was just pumping, 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 adrenaline, pumping like the. Four hours prior to that, even the, the night before. Uh, so definitely just, uh, you're like, oh my gosh, it's actually happening. Um, and then, you know, afterwards you're like, well, like that was great and all, but it's kind of like getting your diploma. You know, you you did it, all this work, you did it, and you get to celebrate, but now it's just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got you got to do something with that diploma, in this case, do something with the Honor Society. So. In a way, it's just so great to get to that point to have the installation, the first in action, but it's really just the beginning of something that can be so much greater. It's hard to believe, but it has been. Absolutely. And Alex, uh, your experience? Yeah, I think mine was quite similar to the hand because it was the same induction ceremony. Uh, but I think for us it was very special because we're not used to give for solemn word of honor just like this, so it was like very, very important for us because doing those things, it, it, it was like, okay, this is uh, some we are doing something that really matters, uh, we are not trying to control of it because we were not giving, we were not delivering the ceremony, uh, there were Nancy, also Michael, and so all different uh, officers, it was held in English, of course, and you know, it's not or language and for us in Spain it's not that easy, we have like strong accents and so on. Uh, I had to give that speech too. Uh, I'm from a part of Spain that we have a very strong accent and my city is called Albacete and I, I, I always joke saying, okay, my English is not from Albacete, it's from Albacete. So, uh, so I always do that and I wanted to do that today too, uh, sorry. Uh, so it was a mix of feelings because since it was just online, you would you felt that it was great, but you you really felt that something was missing. Uh, we had one on-site uh, ceremony this year, and it was good too. And it was kind of different because you had, we had those things we we felt missing the first time. But anyways, it was cool. Um, well, very very. It, it's so important. I think that's the word for it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And, and Alex, uh, um, uh, and then the question goes to everyone else. Uh, do you think that our I that our support, by our, I mean, um, I, Triple support, helped you in going through the process? Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, your support was, like, awesome. I mean, we didn't uh, feel alone at any time. Uh, we always felt like, uh, we, as I said, we were not alone. We, we knew what we had to do at every single time. So you you are not afraid because of that. You're just uh, feeling nervous because of the importance of the situation. And I think that's very, very important because you deliver something and you make, uh, make us feel well enough to be comfortable so you, we could enjoy our ceremony and that is huge because 
you just have one uh, in one HKN ceremony in your life. So if you can enjoy it because the, the officer's team uh, is delivering well. So so thank you so much because I, I think I, I didn't say that to you or, or maybe I did, but well, it's never enough. So thank you uh, and yeah, the end Yeah, no problem. Um, Alejandro? Yeah, I, I found the world to be invaluable. Really, that's the word, invaluable. It was incredible. It helped us a lot because we were like Nancy trying to guide us also a little bit. But she like um, took so long to get from to get her emails that enough. We had a lot of questions. We didn't know how that worked. And as Alejandro, as Alex said, it was here in Spain. We're not used to, to those ceremonies, like full of honor and so important. That was a, a huge step here for us. Uh, after a lot of work and your your work, your help was the thing that helped us like do a great ceremony and and really enjoyed it. Really have fun. Thanks to to the help provided. Without it, I don't know. I don't know how. I I really don't know how 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 would it have gone. Thank you. And and Jamie, if you want to spend a few words. Yeah, no, I mean, um, the Alejandros, I mean, they, they really hit the nail on the head with that one. It, it was great. I mean, I would be, hey, Michael, like, uh, how's it going? I've got a few questions. And just, you know, I, I'm sure I bugged the heck out of this guy during the work day. But, you know, he was there for me. He was constantly giving me something, um, some advice or just, you know, helping me with all the questions. So it was great having these points of contact where we were just going to do um, just not have any bottlenecks. It didn't feel like there was ever a bottleneck. There was always something to be done, and uh, it, it just went really smoothly. So I can't thank the Okay. I have mm-hmm. one more sure. thing. Yeah, sure, go ahead. This help, this help uh, your, your chapter provided was also helpful not only to the ceremony, but also to establishing a strong bond between the chapters international. Because at first glance it's a bit difficult to really interact uh, with other chapters because they are from other culture and it's like a bit, little bit different. Not so with maybe Nofa, uh, it's like chapter, they are pretty similar in terms of culture. But um, first talking to your chapter and doing like the Kahoot sessions and really speaking to enter the the best uh, competition, it's really, 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 really helpful and help us a lot. And establishing those bonds, I think, is the best point of all. Yeah. Yeah, that's a topic that is really dear to me. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, this pandemic has led, you know, to many, many bad things, uh, very bad situations, but if there's something good that we can take from from this past one and a half year is that uh, 
we are not bound to our local community anymore. I mean, everyone right now uh, is doing things virtually, or for the most part virtually. Uh, and I think that that's a lesson we can learn. It, it, before, maybe it was, you know, um, yeah, sure, we could do something virtual, but everyone is in person here, so it's not really worth it. Now, I believe there will be some differences. So I really would like to encourage chapters to connect with other chapters as well. I mean, it, it, it might be uh, from very different parts of the world. It might be local um, chapters, chapters belonging to the same IEEE region. It could be really anything, but there are lots of opportunities out there. And it would be a, a shame not to uh, take those opportunities. So, yeah. Um, that being said, uh, obviously, starting a chapter is important. <laughs> it's not an easy task, uh, but it's also crucial to ensure that the, um, the good work that you put here is not lost. So, my question, starting with Jamie, um, would be how uh, did you manage not only to create a group but to keep it active during the pandemic and how uh, do you make sure that the next set of officers, um, you know, keeps up the, the good work? Yeah, this this is definitely one of the hardest questions for me because I feel it in my heart that uh, I, I that this is a great thing that needs to keep going, and I know we have the support of everyone around us. But when it comes to having that drive, uh, there's nothing like the the founders. The founders are going to have just a different appreciation for a chapter. So when the founders are gone. How do you keep that passion? How do you keep the that flame going, like you said? So, I mean, I can speak for the pandemic saying that September 3rd of 2020 is when we installed this. Uh, it was right in the heat of everything. We were all online classes, uh, just a total show. And it, it's, it's all we've ever known. So I can only imagine that coming into back into the real world starting next semester we're all going to be back to pre-COVID um, times so I can only see us increasing in our capacity uh, as an honor society and having more events and more things to do and through those events being able to take this next set of officers as you know I'm leaving in December um, and just you know put this show them everything that Ed Capanu means to me, that means to the other members, um, and just showing them that their place on the board is very important and so vital. I think just giving them that, that, that feeling, that passion, that, and just passing that down, I think that's the most important thing you do as uh, someone just passing the torch. Thank you for that. Um, Alex? Yeah, uh, I think I could explain this very easily if I use the same theme for with the last question. I mean, you asked about your team. There was it that you made us feel like we were the same team. So I completely agree with Jamie uh, that it is very difficult to pass that feeling from founders to other people because if you're the founder, it's like, okay, this is my baby. It, it was kind of my idea, uh, so it's hard to pass that, 
But if you make people feel like you are part of the same team from the very first day, so it's not my baby anymore, it's uh, everyone's baby, um, make things much more easier, I think. Uh, and that's the strategy we're trying to follow here. Uh, for example, in North chapter, we always try to involve people in every decision, so everything is very, very open. And if you want to be more involved, you can be. And if you can or you don't want, whatever, no problem at all. Uh, but you're always informed and you can always take the uh, decision there. And you can always vote, so you can really decide the direction or, you know, uh, or next step. So, I think we're working on that. It is not easy because since we're very, a very new chapter, uh, that um, thing that from founders against uh, non-founder people, it is like very present because if you are in a chapter with 100 years story, okay, founders are not there anymore. <laughs> so, everyone is non-founder. But now is uh, I think it's a challenge. I think it has great things to do. Uh, we we have to use those great things to boost the chapter. Um, that. Thank you. And Alejandro, what about you? Yeah, I I think it's just like you say, it's it's like a really 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 difficult to pass the torch to like move the spirit of the chapter but I, I try to focus not on the present or on the past or on the future the things that we are going to do the things that we're capable of and with the 49 new members joining yeah, yeah, we are going to make a lot of things and we are going to help a lot of people and that's the, that's the thing that is more valuable to me how the chapter keeps growing and the officers, the new officers, we're planning like half founders and half not founders, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but we still have to discuss it. But we'd like to let that flow. If they they have to be motivated with the thing future, with the things that this could be. Because this, nowadays it was it is what what keep us moving on. Would keep us, would keep us, yes, looking to, towards the, the future, the goal we set. Thank you. So, in a few words, basically empower new people and delegate them so they they can grow into oh. their their future role, basically, which yeah. I strongly yeah. agree with. Yeah, absolutely. Set a goal and go for it. Look on the future, mm -hmm. uh, not to the past, not so much. Maybe to remember the good things, but always look into the future and strive to be better. That's our motto. Absolutely. Uh, to say. Absolutely. Thank you. And now for the last question, at least from me, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> starting with um, Alex. Um, it's time for reflections, <laughs> reflecting on this experience uh, in a few words. What, do you what did you learn from it? And do you think that the lessons that you learned uh, might help you in your career? Uh, well, answering the last part first, I think yes, definitely. 
and answering the whole question, I think what I've learned is, uh, is that you can find great people everywhere. You, you can have different goals, different, uh, you can set different milestones and, and so on. And Etakapanu has like great, great goals. You can give back to the community, you can give back to the university, you can really show your academic potential, but also the professional um, space is taken into account here. So I think there is a very interesting uh, mix. Um, and I think that the most important, um, um, I don't know how to say that, but for me, it is like that mix of things can really be reverted into community. And Etakapano is a great place to go if you, uh, with different goals. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to have like a specific thing. So I think that is the first thing. Uh, of course, it is very valuable for your professional life because you need to deal with different people, different situations. You need to convince people to really uh, exploit their potential. And that is something you are going to use in your professional career, of course. Thank you. And Alejandro, what about you? Yeah, I I think the well, starting like Alex from the last question, I think it is going to it definitely help my career. Yeah, uh, nice. I'm a much better speaker. I really know how to approach to people much better than before. I said it before. One, I don't want to ascend in that space, but I, that's the thing I value the most that I've learned. But also, but also I, uh, I also learned a lot of about networking, about meeting different people from different countries. Here, for example, Jamie from the US or Sandro and I had a lot of um, discuss and different meetings, yeah. And also from the Wasera chapter, uh, although uh, they, there isn't any member here, they, we, uh, we've also learned a lot from them and also different meetings we have them. And those meetings, those networking, they're the best. Because that's really difficult. It's something from these chapters, from this association, they, a triple, a triple A HKM, it's really this, and there's no more. There's no such an association of excellence and, and constantly meeting new people. It's incredible, and that's the thing I've learned the most, I think, along with uh, speaking to people, yeah. That's mm -hmm. my, yeah. Thank you. And last but not least, Jamie. Yeah, if there's one thing that I've learned, it's about knowing your audience. Mm -hmm. And knowing how to really market, I didn't think I, with an engineering degree, I learned much about marketing. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's so important in so many other ways than just advertisement. Um, for instance, when doing posters and other sorts of um, campaigns for the honor society, I think I learned a lot more about not only how to sell, say, at a Capanu on the campus how to sell myself as an individual because you really if you want someone to believe in your product they first have to believe in the person who's actually selling the product so it has been super just 
fulfilling to be able to learn how you know someone can uh, just you know believe in you and that they'll just they'll follow you and then they'll they'll say like okay this guy knows what he's talking about so I am going to be more apt to actually uh, look into something he is interested in so. I think the biggest part, and I think it's helped me with a lot of interviews uh, for like jobs and uh, for other positions, is you know just knowing how to sell yourself as a person, uh, because in the end you can make yourself a commodity. Absolutely, and in a word, uh, what would you tell someone who's potentially looking to start a new chapter? Uh, uh, yeah. Alejandro, Alejandro, yeah. Do it, and enjoy it. Alejandro? Nike has some good words. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do it. Man, you yeah. will not regret it. There's yeah. nobody who can regret it. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Don't look at what now is going to cost. Look at what is going to provide and what is going to help. Not only the people, but also yourself. Look for the bear and that and strive to it. That's yes. normal. Yeah, those are great words. Um, so let's see if there are some um, questions from the chat. I see there's a lot of people who are cheering for you, for the three of you, so <laughs> that is good. Um, now, I don't see any um, particularly... Uh, yeah, I don't see any question from the, from the chat, so I guess I'll simply uh, go to the conclusion since we've had the chance to talk in great detail about uh, your experience and I see many, and I think that many, many valuable insights from you have been delivered today. So, um, I would like to thank you uh, one last time, uh, Jamie, Alex and Alejandro for being our guests today. Uh, I, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And I would also like to thank everyone who's watching this episode. And be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. Or if, also if you want to go back and see our previous episodes uh, of the HTN Connection podcast. Have a great rest of the day.